0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Information Entropy Podcast, where we try and take some science, squish it into an hour-long show, and hopefully make it less confusing than it was at the beginning. This week we're going to be trudging through the forest and exploring the field of plants. What are they? Why are they? How are they? All of the in-between. I'm sure you can follow us on Twitter at InfoEntropyPod, Instagram, InformationEntropyPod, TikTok, InfoEntropyPod, and of course, whichever directory you're listening to this on, if you could give us a follow, a rating, a comment, a like, whatever your options are, it helps us out absolutely massively. I am Tom Jenks, joined as per usual by Mitchell Gatting. How are you, mate?
1: Um, I'm good, thanks. Yeah, how are you? It's been a bit of a long week. It's uh, yeah. that that time of the year that I actually I do most of my work.
0: Oh, uh, you just condense it all into a couple of weeks? As- essentially, just, yeah,
1: uh, that's, that's how it works, how it goes down. Like when when audits happen, it, sometimes they happen throughout the year and nice and slow. But in this in this field, it's just like the way that things have gone. It's just you have three weeks at the end of the year, and that is it. Oh, okay. Time to to kick some some butt and get things sorted. Of our own volition, I think when we des- I mean, when we designed it, we we did something different this year. So we we compact two, essentially into one.
0: Um, yeah. So it's a bit more intense, but at least there's only like the one intense period rather than the yes, 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 yes. few couple intense periods. Indeed. Okay,
1: so I'm a bit like a bit not a bit wavy, a bit spaced out. It's been, it's been a long week. Some, some of those, some of those orders they get really uh, combative, like oh in yeah, the room. yeah, yeah. It's like you're playing four dimensional chess.
0: Ah, yeah,
1: all good fun, all good fun. It's like you know the worst kind of people in D and D when they're like being complete and utter. Uh, rules
0: Lawyers I'm lucky I've never actually had to play With one of those Have <laughs> you
1: not yeah.
0: um, <laughs> yeah, Does that mean it's me
1: it's, Yeah it's you no, does, it, it, does can it's it can be me at times <laughs> It can be me at times It can be me When I feel like something is unjust In the world um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, But essentially it's, it's, Imagine you just get like two people That are ro- rules lawyers just arguing the same thing but in a different way oh, I see yeah, yeah. like okay. actually no you can interpret it like this or well, actually because of this it's covered yeah it's that's kind of what happens and there's a back oh, and okay, forth yeah. and then one person's just like uh, I think it actually should be like this and you're like no we
0: disagree but everyone just turns and shuts that person down
1: yeah well because it's it's, a little bit uh it's kind of an an us and them situation so one side of the table is our, our team and the other side of the table is the two people that get sent to us Oh um, mate,
0: just start watching like CIS or Better Call Saul, any kind of like lawyery, policey kind of thing, and you'll get your head into the mindset yeah. of how to like argue across the table uh, yeah, in a yeah, valid way.
1: Yeah. It, you know what? I should. I should actually, I think it'd be good for me to, to go away and be like, actually, uh, no, uh, because of a better way than just like, actually, we have the evidence to prove that, so uh, go away. Um, yeah that's how, it, that's how it normally goes <laughs> so, fair we've actually got the evidence we actually do do that so yeah
0: get Did off you, my back yo
1: yeah yeah yo yeah yo. the government get off our backs <laughs> um, so yeah aside from that I'm doing I'm doing wonderful it takes a lot of brain power to, to keep yeah. me going through this week essentially Um. yeah it's going good I'm, su- I'm surviving
0: Christmas around the corner yeah
1: Oh, holiday to what was really funny and also if anybody follows our social <coughs> or if anybody's listening from michigan now uh, but oh yeah come for your weed <laughs> <laughs> during was it last night night before um,
0: uh, as of recording yeah it would be two nights ago yeah uh, sorry as of recording last night as of release wednesday yeah essentially That'd be easier, wednesday.
1: on instagram i think we got Somebody thought that we were someone else. Yeah, someone added
0: us to their pre- paid promotion campaign. Yeah. F- just, f-
1: yeah. Pay- free paid promotion from. S- and linked Mich- to a website that was not us. Yeah. Mich- the Michigan but- Daily is the newspaper that. Uh, yeah. So, at, so uh, cheers. Mr. Thanks David. for that. I, was, I think I saw like, a, a little, little peek,
0: a little chuff little <laughs> listeners. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Mm hmm. Welcome one and all, anyway. <laughs> all right, I've got some news. Oh, and I've oh, taken yeah. a bit of a leaf out of your book when it comes to the news. Space, um, space news, yeah. yeah. Now, it's less news and more just to bring people's attentions to some cool things and photos that you can go and see. Maybe you're a bit visual when it comes to these things. So thanks for listening to a podcast. But uh, I can point you into the, the direction of... The James Webb Space Telescope just really keeps releasing banger after banger. So if you're not keeping up with that, just go do yourself a favor. The most recent one that's come onto my radar is a picture of a baby star that's around 100,000 years old in the Taurus constellation. And it shows this protostar surrounded by a giant gas cloud in the shape of an hourglass that it's going to use to fuel itself and potentially form its own solar system, you know, in the future. So like, if you've ever watched uh, the wonder of our solar system or the wonder of our universe, any kind of program that's tried to visualize the early stages of our solar system, you can literally just go see a picture of one that's uh, 400,000 light years away. It's absolutely madness. Really, yeah. really cool. And just an absolutely stunning picture. Really beautiful.
1: All the space stuffs
0: and uh, secondly we briefly mentioned last week Artemis finally launched the Artemis mission
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, which an amazing achievement in itself and in the next few years when that progresses and we get people back on the moon again and start building the the, the lunar station which sounds like sci-fi but that's where we are now apparently um, so on the November 21st it just passed the lunar surface at a distance of 81 miles doing its little orbit around the place and the pictures it sent back of the moon or like the earth in relation to the moon or the earth in relation to the spaceship as it's flying out it's just it's like the the latest version of the pale blue dot which is really really stunning pictures to see earth from the moon's perspective for once and in higher definition than we've ever seen it before
1: yeah that's that's the cool thing that the high def
0: yeah i think that's like
1: the the best thing that's going to come out of like this forward span of time is that we now have like really really cool really um future tech when it comes to cameras so we're gonna get some really awesome pictures of
0: space now i remember we we spoke about the james webb space telescope over a year ago Mm -hmm. i can't wait for this and you know the picture's gonna be amazing And, and they really are incredible and considering it's taken damage as well uh yes. it's just doing an absolutely stellar job yeah it's all it's all
1: it's other things are pretty working fine that was that was that was the the take back from um when that news came out like yeah it's been damaged but it's all good it's still yeah. going
0: oh i didn't realize way back in the day um the Hubble Space Telescope got damaged as well. What was that, mate? Yeah, just words. Words. <laughs> uh, the Hubble Space Telescope got damaged as well back in the day. are uh, they all—they all do, don't they? Because it's just you can't help it. Because the
1: microscopic, you know.
0: Yeah, it's going to happen at some point. But to fix stuff. it, they had to fly up there in a in a space shuttle. Ah. maybe at that point. Yeah, and they just put basically, essentially, uh, glasses on it. Instead of replacing the bits, they just put like a, lens? a, le- a new lens on the end to oh, uh, yeah, yeah. refract the light in the way in an appropriate way. Makes sense. So yeah, they just put uh, glasses on the on the space telescope. <laughs> Pretty cool <laughs> stuff. Yeah. All right then. So this week, um, yeah, plants. We didn't. I know we've been doing a bit of a pop culture. Yeah. Lead into these things, was- and the, the the way I could think about leading it in. Yes. Is there is no story you can tell about humans and the earth without plants. When all the humans are gone, plants are going to be there. In all dystopia, it's all about nature and plants reclaiming the place. And uh, that's about, uh, that's the leap I could make. Right. Because it's true, right? We wouldn't be here without plants.
1: Uh, source of food, resources, yeah. the very air that we breathe, yeah. right? It just, we we
0: just guess. wouldn't be here.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I guess, yeah.
0: That was my thought anyway. Hmm. It's an interesting thought. All right. I tried. Do you know what? I, I, I tried.
1: <laughs> I was going to go like... Take, take, little, take us away with some, some facts little, there. A little <laughs> shot of horrors with the talking plant. It's a musical. Maybe before your
0: time, Tom. I don't know. Before my time? Yeah. Why would it be before mine and not before your time? Because I, I watch a lot of, <laughs> a
1: lot of old things. Oh That's what I mean Like unless you went back Or had
0: like Parents that were
1: Very much Into musicals
0: Mate my childhood Annie Lives rent free In my head <laughs> Like you know Most people have The monkey symbol <laughs> Right <laughs> In my head it's just That's I'll come around Tomorrow Just permanently going around in my head <laughs>
1: can't, I can't You can't finish it Because then we'll uh, We'll be done There'll
0: um, be <laughs> 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 Going for the uh, the baritone. Bariton. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just adding, the, adding the layers up. Yeah, yeah. Annie and Oliver Twist just live rent free in my head, and I, I'll just be going around, and I'll just be like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Where is love, really? You know, yeah, know. Just just singing with, all, with, all the songs. Um, Hamilton. Oh, I've not seen Hamilton. You haven't yet. seen
1: Hamilton? It's on. It's on Disney Plus, and it is. I have heard. Yeah. Stellar things. It's 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 grand. It is grand. Really good. We would, would would advise everybody to go.
0: Oh, there's the new Matilda coming out now as uh, well. No,
1: no there's not. We'll leave that there. So some facts about plants. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody called. Alrighty. Nobody called for another Matilda. It is like
0: cinema excellence. The first one. Don't need. A yeah, this one's a musical, isn't it? This one's an adaptation of <sighs> the musical adaptation. Like it's not a remake of Matilda. It's a remake of the musical, which was. They're both different versions of the same source material. Make, Does that makes nah,
1: sense. That makes sad. Like we're in twenty twenty two and no one's had an original idea for about five years.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> uh, don't don't even don't even try. Sort of think of. What, I was going to say the Loki series. Uh, that's it's based on Norse. Loki in, himself
0: is not even an original character. I know, but the whole time travel through different things. I mean they stole that from me to be fair. Like multi universe
1: theory been around for years. Way before yeah. Marvel got its its their tongs. Alright. Plants. So yeah, some some, some facts about plants. You got know any facts about plants? Oh no mate. You've got Not no, at all you've got no facts about plants.
0: Do you know what? I, uh, just, I just keep forgetting to do facts. To be honest, I get so entrenched in the research, in the news, and then when I come out at the end and we start the show, I'm like, "Oh, I haven't done any bloody facts, have I?" Uh, I can pull some facts out. I, I, I got some. I got some facts.
1: Got some, facts. Okay. Uh, some, some you could say, are quite obvious the facts, but some are some, some a bit, a bit different. And one of my facts actually leads into a lot of what I went into because I find that not enough people know of what I will share. Okay and it makes me sad okay so the first one that most people know quite 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 common fact is that some plants are carnivores just like in the little shop of horror or whatever it's called right that's a reference to that okay
0: did you know yeah uh, this is a fact that I found uh, true carnivory right yeah is believed to have convergently evolved or evolved independently at least 12 times Right. Five of which are in different orders of flowering plants.
1: How, so, wait, what percentage is that? What do you mean? Like, carnivory is, like, purely only eat meat, yeah? Yeah. And you're, you're saying <laughs> in total between, like, plants, animals, everything.
0: Is that right. Yeah, it's independently evolved at least 12 times at least it's such a such a awkward way of
1: being like we don't know but we know it's the, the minimum
0: yeah we found it 12 so it may <laughs> but it may be more
1: it may be more but we just don't know yeah, yeah yeah
0: and five of which are among different orders of flowering plants that's interesting like there's plants order ends... here referring to like the phylogeny above family you know species species genus family order
1: yeah it's, it is interesting there's some plants that are just pure meat eaters.
0: Yeah, it's it's absolutely wild. Um But yeah, really interesting. I'll, uh, we can circle back to that later. I've, uh, yeah. I've dived into that a little bit. Okay, cool. I was gonna say, what, how often do they eat? Um, I don't know if I came across that actually. I think if I'm my memory serves me correctly, it's. Depending, it entirely depends on what they actually eat. So if they eat like frogs, or if they eat like insects, yeah, uh, it, it's different. Okay. But I I can Google Venus flytrap. <laughs> How much does <laughs> How often? a Venus often? flytrap need to eat? Doesn't um, about, so about once like, a week. Once once a week. Okay. Once a week to two weeks. But of course Venus flytraps and other plants will, you know, they have chlorophyll yeah, and, I chloroplasts say that they also and all do. that so they will photosynthesize. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Which so makes sense there... right? If you're a, uh, if you're a carnivorous plant in the forest, yeah, you're not going to be eating that much like your traps work, but they're not like the most sophisticated thing in the world. And there's m- thousands of others. Yeah. So, if you can survive off one to two animals a week or two weeks, that's ideal, really. Sharks do the same thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They only feed once a week, once every two weeks,
1: some of them. Those are the efficient bodies kind of going on.
0: Um, Yeah. And like the, uh, the Greenland shark that's 200 years old, pretty sure can eat once a month if it needs to
1: yeah those ones are like they don't move much like how it's like the sloth how often does sloth eat uh, off the top of my head I, I don't know yeah I mean I, just, I don't I, I'm not I'm not looking for an exact response oh, but sorry I, I, mate. I mean to say like um,
0: well they spend like 17 hours a day sleeping don't they yeah so they don't need to be. So you got to imagine the rest of that is eating, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or moving to food yeah, slowly.
1: Moving, yeah, move, slowly moving to food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Okay, and is that purely just carnivorous? Not like they're, they're not. Okay, oh, I don't think so. so. I'm only saying, saying that because, because they when like car... No, they're not
0: sorry, herb. I uh, her... Yeah, not herbivores. Not herbivores. Omnivores. 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 Omnivores is the word that we're looking for. Um. Well, I think it depends what they're eating. Cause they could be insectivorous, right? If they're only trapping in- insects. Okay, but does that not?
1: Does that does... eating insects? Does that not mean carnivores?
0: Um. Yeah, but it's like a subcategory, like anteaters. You know, they only eat ants. Are uh, antivores? Te- technically, like insectivores. Mm, I'm not Same sure. as like <laughs> hedgehogs, right?
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, sure but technically, they're like they're carnivores, this? right? Because yeah, they're yeah. eating.
0: But it's weird because they they do these animals have meat on them because they don't technically have muscles. Okay, nice. No, yeah, I see where you're going. You see yeah, going. what I mean? Yeah, they yeah. they use uh, other systems, right? Are insectivores carnivores? It okay. It came up. A carnivore is an animal that eats other animals. So yeah. And an insectivore is a more specific type of carnivore. Yeah. So so carnivores so, like yes, the, the umbrella sub-category. The umbrella term. Yes. Yeah, you know, for people who are nearly thirty years old, that's, uh, not, that's, run a science that's podcast, not common
1: knowledge. That's not something like that would come up. Often. Am I
0: upset that I just had to Google that? As a working biologist,
1: yeah. Okay, you That's a bit more <laughs> than me. Yeah. Uh, that's
0: funny. Hey Tom,
1: how's that? Hello mate. You nearly got that masters going. Yeah, you, 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 you Oh, I got that? my masters, mate. Oh yeah, this, this, working yeah, on doctorate, the yeah, doctorate. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Maybe, maybe they'll listen to this and revoke it.
1: But even before you've got it.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe. I just won't pass this one on to the professors, maybe. <laughs> oh, they're they listening. <laughs> they, they know.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, moving on. Um, the, smith, the smell of freshly cut grass is actually the plant's distress call, and it's crying out for help. So when you, when your neighbour or someone else or you go into the park and they've just cut the grass in the summer, you're like, oh, that smells good. What it actually is, the screams of millions of dead plants. Oh, dead plants? Yeah, dead plants. Yeah, in scent
0: form. Yeah. And uh, This is so interesting. And, and now you've mentioned that, I wish I went a completely different route with my research. Um, is plant chemical warfare is one of the most interesting things I've ever studied. And as a biologist, I hate plants. (laughs) Not, not, okay, I don't hate plants, but they are so much less interesting to me than animals. Oh, dear. Yeah. However, there's a couple of things where I'm like, actually, that is fucking madness. Yeah. Photosynthesis, boring as hell, but very interesting in Yeah, well, that's just because of like school, secondary school. Yeah, literally. Um, And the other is plant warfare, like mint. The reason mint exists, and caffeine, is because it is a chemical that when in contact with other plants will cause those plants to die. Right. right. Or when animals feed on them, it will be, you know, it's toxic, right? But we're just like, oh yeah, I love this toxic thing. Let me put it in a drink form and drink it three times a day. Like,
1: Yeah, humans you know that. what I mean? Humans do that a lot.
0: We do that a lot. Like, it's like all those people licking frogs in America at the minute, even though... <laughs> they don't actually have the th uh, not the thc the uh, dmt you're looking for yeah um but yeah so and like the like the vinegar. stories you get about these kind of like mini battlegrounds in your garden between blackberries and mint and all these other things it's absolutely just very very interesting when you look at the chemistry of it yeah
1: vinegar that's another thing oh yeah yeah it's it's essentially uh, is vinegar the right thing? There's something that's like actually just not good for the human body, but we're just like, yeah, we love that. <laughs> give it, give it to nicotine. It. Oh no, no, no! Not just like that, but like, <laughs> uh, like, like if you put like something on chips. We're not supposed to like vinegar. Like that's not something oh, okay. That we're supposed to actually enjoy having in our bodies. Oh, well, that's quite funny. Yeah,
0: I guess that's like. Uh, and it makes spicy. sense, right?
1: Anything spicy as well, I guess. Yeah.
0: Yeah, anything spicy meant to be there to stop things eating it. And we've gone, actually,
1: <laughs> this Delicious. thing is meant to stop me eating it.
0: I like this burning sensation. Yeah. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to breed these to be more burny. Do you know what? And hotty hot. Yeah,
1: I um, I grew my own. Do you remember this? I grew my I own. I think
0: I remember you getting the kit. I you don't, know, I don't know if I've heard about the story. No, so, yeah. what,
1: so what happened was he got given... Uh, plants and I was like I've heard that if you just really mean to um, chilli plants they get really hot like you have oh, like, to like withhold water yeah like, like legit you have to like not water them uh not do
0: anything, everything builds up in it, yeah yeah,
1: and then eventually you give them water and it's like, ah oh, sweet Jesus, and then because of it's had a stressful
0: existence <laughs> it becomes oh, really because spicy. it's a stress response yeah yeah,
1: yeah, so ridiculous. It was stupid that the human condition was like, oh yeah, that's spice, that was delicious. time to make it
0: more so. It's like um pineapple, right oh yeah it burns. Is the fruit and it burns um it's not only burns. But it's got flesh-eating enzymes in it. Yeah. So when, if you've eaten a lot of pineapple and you're like, oh, my mouth feels funny, it's because the enzymes in the pineapple have actually eaten your flesh away. Yeah. Yeah. I subsequently have a weird fear of eating pineapples. Because um, oh, you know, I you eat know science. <laughs> yeah. But it's just like, <laughs> this thing's eating me back. Ah, that's true. And it's just a weird thing
1: to have in your head. Yeah, um, I, that's when I eat. I also don't like it when the things eat me back. Yeah, it's <laughs> uh, <that would> be... <laughs> just a race against time. Yeah, right? Yeah. You can eat who first. Who <laughs> can do what quicker? Yeah. Uh.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so plants can be really interesting. Mm. Uh, but I I do appreciate like at face value because I am certainly like our plants are just a bit boring, aren't they? But I think once you, the more you learn about it, and I think the way you learn it, because in school, oh. And at university, I was forced to do a plant module. And I appreciated that the professor absolutely loved plants. She <laughs> loved trees. And you know what? Fair play. She did her best with the material she had to give us. <laughs> yeah. Penny Nayland was her name. Absolutely fantastic lecturer. Written some really, really cool papers. Really chill uh, woman. But the material just sucked. <laughs> and it's not her fault <laughs> just, did it she suck had to that, teach it's just us your, that stuff. your
1: opinion on it just like you couldn't get on with
0: oh yeah no no for me yeah okay so the material was, material was good it just like doesn't didn't nah, mate, resonate it with you it was you. fucking trash <laughs> no yeah no it just didn't resonate with me there are other people who really love plants and they were like oh this stuff is cool and really like interesting and then we did like I don't know, um, something you're going to come on to later uh it's actually quite funny because one of them is a vegetarian <laughs> we found it very very interesting um oh dear i just <laughs> but we're gonna come on like we'll come on the the topic that you may cover later like um sea uh. c- c- dispersal and we did like angiosperms, yeah, yeah, and we did like yeah. cloning and monocultural uh, agriculture and things like that and it is interesting looking back on it but at the time i was just like oh mm, but where are the animals do you know what I mean? yeah, like, uh, where's the cognition going on here the animals uh, but yeah you're right that's just me not resonating with the material at the time but yes uh, plants are really interesting yeah okay yeah. Wait, I've got, I do have other facts sorry yeah go for it mate uh,
1: <clears throat> a sunflower looks like one large flower but each head is composed of hundreds of tiny flowers called florets which ripen and become seeds mm.
0: Mm. So, you got the sunflower face, and you've got the yellow petals around the outside. Yeah. Each one of those knobs in, in, in the m- middle is a different flower. Yeah.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, good fact. Good fact
0: for you, though. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. Yeah.
1: Uh, My next, and one that we'll, we'll discuss in larger detail, uh, is... A bamboo is the fastest growing woody plant in the world. I've heard, I've heard, yeah. Uh, it can grow 35
0: inches in a single day. Which, like, imagine being the first person to come across bamboo, right? <laughs> just the first and person. you're like, oh, well, yeah, I'm just going to set up my hut here. <laughs> and then there's a like a little sapling, bamboo sapling there and then you you wake up the next morning to gather berries and you're like hang on <laughs> all right guys was that tree that big yesterday or am i what have we been eating are these mushrooms funky yeah yeah that's mad
1: yeah it it is crazy i it just yeah the the, the issue being with it is the variance is very large for different like, different Bamboos, different areas, different places. will have like, yeah, you can't categorically be like it's thirty-five inches in one day. It purely just because there's
0: there's so much that goes. No, away. that's probably like the the most ever recorded, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but still, if you're if you're able to keep it in a good environment or selectively breed, the better species.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: which
1: is yeah so there's different variety of bamboos one of them is called a clumping variety and they grow averagely slower so that's one to three feet in height per year it's still a lot for a plant yeah like around three feet in one year a timber bamboo species specifically grows two to three feet a day until they reach their maximum height so they
0: go and is that because they just like stop or like yes. the top falls off or they fall uh, over? Or? They
1: stop. Uh, it's because uh, and it's to do with why they grow so quick.
0: So, water transport,
1: yeah. So, to put it simply, bamboo plants create all the cells they need to grow when they're small buds. All oh, right, so if imagine they like they layer everything on top of each other, ready to go, yeah, and then they just like, three to one go! <laughs> and then they just like, all the water they can get just gets pumped straight into the, their cells. Essentially, it's like just, when you've got a
0: really dry sponge. Yeah, imagine it. That's
1: exactly it. So when they're when they are initially growing and they are be getting their cells in order, it's like a dry sponge. And then when they're ready to go, they essentially just fill them as quickly as they can with water.
0: That's pretty interesting.
1: Yeah. If you didn't know, all grass grows like that. Uh, but bamboo specifically does it the fast out of all of them.
0: Is it a. It's grass relative then? Bamboo, yes. All oh, right. Yeah. Crazy. It's crazy to think about. Yeah. It is wild.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's almost. So, the, 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 the fastest type of bamboo. Uh, which is in the Guinness World Records belongs to a a certain species as I said Um, and it says certain species and doesn't specify which one Um, and that's because there's several species that can grow at this rate there's like three or four So, and there's different members of different genera that can also do it there's like five, actually five or six different ones depending on when you where you, depending on where you split what it defines as a species or not um, depends on why it says there's different things uh, but essentially in the one that it's got the world Guinness record for it grew nearly 4 centimeters per hour damn yeah
0: yeah that's wild
1: it's like, you go away, make a cup of tea, come back, and it's, like, gone an inch. You're
0: like, what? <laughs> huh? Yeah. Who in the hell? Which is, and it's so, like, really crazy to think about, like, the, the socioeconomic impacts of just having an endemic species like that. Mm. Like, if you think about to where bamboo is endemic, which is China, Southeast Asia, right? And China has such a massive empire for so long. And we know that they used bamboo for weapons, uh, food, clothing, housing, transportation, like even musical instruments, all of these kinds of things, right? Mm. To have something that just regrows so sustainably for such a long period, you know, we're speaking 2,000, 3,000 years ago. Like it's absolutely wild like the just having that as a resource nearby and just being let's say in the right climate mm-hmm. or being ne- fortunate enough to be around a plant like that and how much that shapes that region of the world yeah these are scaffolding didn't you know yeah it's is absolutely wild and i mean why wouldn't you like once you'd actually found out oh okay yeah let's chop this down and I'm sure they figured out, oh, if we chop it at this point, it will still grow the rest of the way, and we just keep it like that, or it's actually more efficient to take the whole plant out and let another one grow there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, wild, crazy stuff. Crazy indeed. Yes, that's why uh, bears.
1: What are they called? Pandas? <laughs> I call them bears. pandas. Yeah, panda bears. Yeah, why well, they they flourished so so much back in the day because there was so much food. Yeah, and it's no them surprise them, they're them so them bloody lazy. Oh, don't give me off. Do you know what? I hate pandas. People are like, oh they're cute, and they're and they're like, oh they're going extinct. They're going extinct on their own damn accord. Because they're stupid yeah, and lazy I mean, and like, refuse to have sex. Like don't, Imagine. Don't put this at your our feet. Food,
0: imagine you fell asleep, right? Like you <laughs> you fell asleep and then you woke up and then your food had just regrown. And you didn't actually have to move again.
1: Oh, i suppose that's true. <laughs> that's
0: true that's true like how lazy would you evolve to be very and uh, it's uh, that's also a funny thing because okay do we have the ethical duty to keep them you know alive no. like this is the first time we're kind of experiencing a because before we're making all the animals go extinct right now it's kind of on the animals just laziness it's not that but you know Let's just say it is for the ease of not going down that whole ethical rabbit hole. Do we save them? And people would argue, no, but then it's the WWF poster child, right? If that animal goes extinct, WWF are going to be in such a massive, you know, this animal has been the poster child of conservation for decades. I just, I and if why. it goes extinct, I then it's know. going to be such a problem for, you know, collecting money for conservation and all of these things. It's almost they're, they're a marketing tool at this point, even in the, the in the wild.
1: Yeah. And they're still like Plants. Bring it back to plants. Stupid, we'll, we'll ignore the pandas. Stupid pandas. Stupid pandas. Okay. Uh yeah, that's I think that's I've got I'll get off my soapbox about bamboo being the most ridiculous plant. I like it though.
0: That's it it's good. Do you have a favourite plant?
1: We'll get some Bambi. We always talk about like your favourite things like movies and stuff. Do you have a favourite plant? Uh
0: I don't know. I like, I think orchids are very cool. They are. They are
1: incredibly it's... difficult to keep alive though.
0: Yeah, I mean I could not care for a plant. Like even cacti, we, uh, I kill, <laughs> I swear. I I just plants are not for me.
1: At, uh, at home. For the longest time, for the longest time. Uh, and we didn't water or anything and we kept it by the sink and it just kind of like chilled out, you know, didn't need anything much. Uh, and then one day we moved it and died. We were like, I guess, you know, we should have not fed it, fed it. It was one of those weird things where...
0: Sometimes they could just be weirdly sensitive. Like you pick it up and you move the roots around and... yeah. Or it just died a long time ago, and you moving it just kind of no no, no showed no, the degradation it, no, <laughs> it, it like
1: budded and had all the good stuff where it showed that it was actually like oh. living and uh, yeah, and we didn't just didn't water it, and we just left it for a good three years, and wow. just, just chilled out
0: being you know fine, moved it once and it was just like Egh! one of the things I had was algae it's called Marimo. Mar- marimo. it's a Japanese algae ball and they all come from a very specific lake in uh, Japan and we had that in a pot right and that was just yeah you just left it in water oh
1: is that like they're not terrarias where you, you like is it sealed
0: um no? Oh, okay. Uh, Terraria's are a thing, though. Yeah. I, that would be an a, interesting a really, thing really to, to do. Yeah, I really want one of those. They're really, really cool. No, this was just like a, a ball of moss that, in the right conditions, would photosynthesize quickly enough that it would form bubbles. Okay. And then it would start, like, rotating around. It's called The Dance of the Marimo, and there's many documentaries just on that. That sounds pretty... That sounds um, sick. It, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. And then, like, they all start to bud, and, like, it looks like they're giving birth, like, smaller balls. But it's just really the the colony of algae is getting bigger. Right. Because it's just a colony. It's not one single plant. It's a colony of algae in a ball shape. And then they start to bud and you can have like algae baby balls in like your jar and things like that if you're keeping it in the right place. Um, Right. That was as much as I, that's as much responsibilities I could bear for a plant. Yeah. And you just have to change the water once every 10 days. That's pretty and
1: that was it, yeah, yeah. The ones, I, the ones I'm talking yeah. about, they, it's like a self-sustaining um environment. Yes, you kind of seal it. You can put some animals yeah, inside, you maybe seal it away, and then it just lives there for years. Yeah, it's a whole. I saw
0: someone on TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah go, talking. yeah, go for it. <laughs> yeah, the guy on TikTok. <laughs> that's
1: exactly what I was supposed to say. <laughs> There's a guy on TikTok that I've been watching. He makes them, very aesthetic, very aesthetic. Good for, like, uh, desks and whatnot.
0: Yeah, bring a bit of outside nature inside. Yeah, what's... what's And really interesting if you can get them, like, perpetually sustaining themselves, like, with uh, oxygen production and humidity, because obviously Uh it's sealed. Yeah. And if you put some insects in there to clean up the mould. What's the... There's a plant that produces,
1: like, so much oxygen... It's gonna bug me that I just don't know. I can't remember what it's called, but essentially, like if you were in a closed room, you could essentially. I think we need like three of
0: them. Okay, there's the Areca palm, snake plant, snake. Spider yeah, plant. snake plant, snake plant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. peace lily. Yeah, Aloe the, snake, Vera. the
1: snake plant essentially is like really, really good. For like having an office, if you if you just feel like you're getting not much air and it's quite stuffy, if you get three yeah. of them, you can sort of just seal off the world, and that's fine. Oh really? Yeah.
0: Let's see what they look like, snake plant. Because aloe vera is quite a thing to have here in Italy. Oh, it's one of those things. Yeah. Prehistoric looking plants. Oh, what we did try and do um, was. We had a go at oh, what's it called when you have the miniature trees? Oh, the
1: the bonsai, bonsaiing.
0: Yes, we had bonsai of loads of different species, and not a single one sprouted. Yeah, and we planted about eighteen seeds.
1: Yeah, I got given one like a a bonsai starter kit. Yeah, that's what we had Christmas, and I just couldn't get it going. I tried, like, there was, like, it comes with, like, realize. four different, yeah. like, seeds and pots and stuff. Oh, no, I just... I but you like, have to do them at the right time of year. Yeah, and you can't Otherwise, move you them. them in the you got to fr-
0: yeah, r- refrigerate yeah. them for a
1: good amount of time, but you can't, like, I had to
0: move out from being a student, so I couldn't keep it in the fridge at that point. So anyone who's wondering why you're putting them in a fridge, is you're simulating, like, the the pre-germination season. It's like you put them in water, you put them in the fridge and it kind of breaks down the outer layer of wax on the outside of the seed. And then you bring them into the warmth and they're like, oh, look, it's spring. And then they germinate. Yeah. It's essentially what you're trying to recreate by putting the seed in the fridge. Um, you can you can bonsai like
1: apple trees.
0: Oh, you can bonsai any tree. Bonsai isn't a type of yeah, tree yeah, which yeah, blew yeah, my mind.
1: Yeah, It's bonsaiing. Essentially, yeah. if, if it was an English word, we would call it bonsaiing. But it's yeah. not. And that's why. Shaping. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's just tree shaped. It's miniature treeing, which is madness. Miniature treeing. Yeah, that sounds all right. <laughs> and uh, here's, what, here's a fact, actually, coming back to facts I didn't look up but have come into my head. Yeah. Lemons are not natural.
1: Yes, they're between two things, aren't they?
0: Yeah, it's a lime and another citrus fruit. Yeah. They're just human invention.
1: Yeah, like carrots. Oh. Oh, the orange. Yeah, the orange carrots that we know aren't aren't legit. They're not they're, no. not. they're not true. They're not true carrots.
0: There's lots of. Bot- oh, I really want purple carrots. There's a, lot of, a lot of botany facts coming out, just coming to head. Like apples. Yeah.
1: Apples come from one specific area of
0: the world. If you didn't know.
1: Yeah. All right, it's like Kazakhstan. It's, uh, the Middle East. Okay. Yeah. Ish, that. Area. and then they were
0: travelled up the silk road I think weren't they yeah I think you said last time yeah and, then- and the interesting thing with uh, citrus fruits is you can graft them together so grafting yes. is where you take like a branch and you attach it to another tree yeah. in the hope that that tree will accept that branch as one of its own right as if you would with a human organ transplant yeah you literally, um, like, shank a tree then shank another tree. <laughs> yeah. And then you just cut it in you... a V-shape and then you just jam them together. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's it. And it, Yeah. But citrus fruits, because they're all so closely related, just accept each other pretty readily. Right. So yeah. you can grow limes, oranges, tangerines, grapefruits, lemons, all of these citrus-based fruits on the same tree. Okay. Does it change the flavor? Just no. Flavor? I mean, what no, it doesn't. It doesn't change anything. No, which is mad. Oh, maybe there's a little bit of a change. I, I'm unsure. But I know, I'm pretty sure I had a professor at uni who had like four different citrus fruits on one tree in, at their house. That's that's a flex, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit of a weird flex, but it is a flex. <laughs> I mean, if you're into trees. <laughs> if
1: you're a botanist, but well, that's not right, is it?
0: Is it? Yeah, botanist, yeah, just a yeah. study of uh, plants, yeah, right? Yeah, so trees included.
1: You're a botanist. Um, yeah. Yeah. And the ultimate advice right. is if you come come in with a bonsai, like, multi citrus tree. Oh, holy. That's that, like, it's a mini it's a sort
0: orange That's make me want <laughs> to get into trees. Uh, just bro. for that, one day just bring into work a small tree that has tiny little limes on it. Yeah, Tiny little lemons on it. So I can make game. you a pancake and a mojito off the same <laughs> small tree. Uh, <laughs> uh, ultimate ultimate flex that
1: would be, wouldn't it? If you if you worked in a department that was... It was like a boss in a department. You'd be like, alright, I've been working on something for a year. Check this out. <laughs> Whacking it out of bonsai. Alright,
0: I'm going to change my entire career path. Just for that. Just just for that. Yeah. yeah, that's
1: fair. You know?
0: People are watching the group house for less. (laughs) Honestly, I I wouldn't... I I believe that. I fully, fully believe that is the case. Mm -hmm. I thought I may try and just wrap through photosynthesis. Oh, no. Okay. I I know. It's a bit... I've tried to make it as least heavy as possible. Try and explain
1: to me, Tom, how light can be turned into energy.
0: And this is another way that makes plants sound interesting. It's because they harvest starlight and turn it into sugar. Okay, yeah. It's working so far. Continue, continue. (laughs) Right, cool. Here we go. See, I should be... Maybe I should be a botanist, after all. No, because you can do the same thing about fish, though. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, fish just do it for themselves. They've got tails that move. I mean, that's pretty sick. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Right. Photosynthesis. Let's take you all back to secondary school biology, where we can simultaneously cry about yeah, um, equations and things that I'm going to completely ignore. We're we're not doing equations here. It doesn't podcast particularly well. No, no, no. no. And if you really want to understand it, you can. Well, you can go look that up on yeah, G- yeah. BBC E yeah, bite size. I was going to say get a GCSE book and go. one yeah. So photosynthesis it happens in two main stages. Mm-hmm. The light dependent reactions which is what we traditionally think of as photosynthesis and then the light independent reactions or the dark reactions which is happens when there's no light and if you've heard us speak about carbon fixing uh, or you've heard politicians talk about we need to fix more carbon or conservationists th- this is the process that where carbon is fixed and i'll come on to what exactly that is so light dependent reactions in plant cells, you have chloroplasts, yep. which are little organs, organelles inside the cells that harvest light. They've got pigments in the wall of this little organelle, right? Those are called photosystem one and photosystem two. And they absorb light at slightly different wavelengths. 680 nanometers, 700 nanometers, depending on the plant. Wow. Now, each photosystem, different photochemical reactions occur. And it starts at photosystem two. Don't ask me why it starts at the second one. I don't know. I think it's the one they found second (laughs) when they were researching. So I think think that's why. Right. The photosystem two absorbs a photon of light from the sun it is harvesting starlight what a badass thing it uses that energy to split water right. i'm not going to go into exactly how it does it but it breaks water open into oxygen protons which are just positively charged hydrogen atoms and electrons that it's taken off those hydrogen atoms right okay yeah so far These are called high-energy electrons because they are just electrons by themselves. They are transferred into uh, what's called a a specific protein, which carries them into a proton pump, which is just where they literally pump electrons through, okay? Oxygen then is released into the atmosphere. That leftover oxygen that is just split from the water, that leaves the plant and that's why plants produce oxygen that's why we like having them around and that's why the snake plant you can have three of them and you can just lock yourself in a room forever and not have to open the window great stuff (laughs) from there then the electron continues along what's called an electron transport chain and all that is is a series of uh, proteins that take an electron from one place water the electron donor and they bring it over to the electron acceptor, which happens to be on photosystem one. There's an intermediary molecule there called the cytochrome, but uh, it basically just moves things around. So photosystem one then has taken an extra proton, uh, electron, sorry. That means it's reduced because it's got a negative charge on it. Yeah. Photosystem one, which is reduced, absorbs a light molecule. Another one, okay. And produces more electrons. So now we've got a few electrons floating around. Which are transferred uh, into an electron carrier called ferrodoxin. And at this point, two different things happen. Non-cyclic photosynthesis. Electrons are carried to an enzyme that turns NADP plus into NADPH which is just a molecule that is used to create energy or used for energy or you have cyclic photosynthesis where the electrons are taken back to photosystem two and the cycle starts again so all of that is just the light dependent reactions because if you don't have light to power the photosystems nothing happens mm-hmm. Obviously, that can only happen during the day.
1: Obviously. So. Or unless you're
0: in like a hydroponics place or, yeah, you know, you're at a but. weed farm and they've just got those really bright lights on.
1: You know, I don't think about hydroponics. It's just like torturing plants because you never let, never let them sleep and just force feed them.
0: Yeah, but plants don't need to sleep. Wow. We, we <laughs> all need sleep, Tom. <laughs> they could just keep going, you know?
1: Yeah, least, yeah it's a bit weird
0: to think about, isn't it? Yeah, no it is weird. And I think there are some plants that have obviously uh, you'd think most plants actually have evolved for a diurnal cycle. Um, so, the light independent reactions then, the dark cycle is the second part of photosynthesis and this is to do with carbon fixing. It's also known as the Calvin cycle and basically as an overview it's a series of chemical reactions that convert carbon dioxide and a hydrogen carrier into glucose, into sugar. That's why you have like sugar cane is just an intense storage of sugar. It's because it's literally just taken carbon and made glucose from it. Mm-hmm. So carbon dioxide enters a cell and it's scooped up by an enzyme called Rubisco. I'm not going to tell you the actual name. It doesn't matter. Okay. It's a five-carbon compound. Oh, nice, yeah. It takes the carbon dioxide and becomes a six-carbon compound. Wow. And splits into two separate three-carbon compounds. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Right? Yeah. These then have a phosphate group added onto it. Wow. Using that thing we made earlier, NADBH using the energy we made from the light-dependent reactions. So now you have a molecule, a three-carbon molecule, with a phosphate group on it. In total, if you're doing the actual equations to make everything balance out, six of these molecules are produced. Five of them are then taken away to make Rubisco again so they can capture more carbon. Yeah. But one of them is turned into hexose, which in turn is turned into glucose. and that that's photosynthesis in a nutshell without all the equations and so if my biology teacher from secondary school happens to be listening (laughs) i hope you're proud i finally got it (laughs) Um, so yeah i left some things out i could spend an hour on each of those different cycles absolutely easily um but yeah that's how plants harvest stars okay
1: I got a question that comes off the back
0: of that. Hey, maybe you can yeah. answer
1: it because you because you know um why are plants green?
0: Well, it turns out not all light was created equal when it comes to photosynthesis. Right. So, the photosynthetic action spectrum, if you're looking at the uh if think about the spectrum of light, depends on The pigments, the photosystems, that are present in the organism that is photosynthesizing. Yeah. In green plants, the action spectrum resembles the absorption spectrum for the chlorophylls, which is normally green, and sometimes carotenoids, which are a bit red. Right. Okay. So, that basically means that these um, pigments absorb the violet-blue and the red light best. 680 nanometers and 700 nanometers so they're taking out the blue they're taking out the red what's left then is what you see is all of the color that the plant doesn't use which is green essentially Mm -hmm. it's just how color works if you see something that is red that thing is absorbing every single wavelength that isn't red
1: yeah so is that thing actually red or is it the, the opposite of red
0: Well, no, that thing is actually red because that's what we're calling red.
1: Yeah, this this was a debate that I got as a a young teenager with the person that told me and I was like, yeah, but it's wrong because it's not actually... (laughs) Actually, it's everything but red. It's It's like, actually, no,
0: the colour of something is the colour it reflects. Yeah, because that's that's what we've determined. That's how it works. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we perceive, right? Uh Um, So in red algae, right, uh, that... So, if you think about brown seaweed or other things like that, it's got different pigments in, and that's why it's brown and it's not green, because it absorbs the green spectrum. It absorbs the blue end of the spectrum, and it doesn't absorb the red end. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's why if you look at different plants that are different colours... Um, Flowering plants are slightly different because they'll use their colour to signal to insects. Especially, like, bees are attracted, or hummingbirds are attracted to red flowers. Yep. So the flowering there is less to do with photosynthesis and more to do with, like, seed dispersal. Yeah. And, uh, things like, like that. That's like,
1: come, come to me and I will give you the goods.
0: Yeah. Um, And there's UV, a lot to do with that, especially with bees as well and positively charged yeah, flowers and say. things like I, that.
1: You know what? It's funny. I thought I say that as well. Yeah. Under um, the charge, so they know. So their mates don't. They they already oh, know. Which is so wild, isn't yeah, it? They like rock up, and it's like, oh mate I'm getting a tingle. Someone's already been in. All right, time to leave.
0: Yeah. So w- what happens when bees are flying around is they build up a positive charge, like static electricity, with their wings, and uh flowers build up a negative charge. Mm. So when a bee lands on the flower, they kind of cancel each other out. So when another bee comes along if the charge hasn't built back up, they know there's probably not any pollen there because they haven't had, like, a static shock. Yeah. It's madness. See, plants are interesting. What was I saying? <laughs> yeah, but that's not... Is that, the, is that the plant or is that bees? It's both. I think mm. they've evolved to do that. Mm. Otherwise, because they, they've got to take energy to build up that charge. Yeah. Even on the plant side. Um, so, yeah, basically... Plants are green because they—that's the worst color for photosynthesis.
1: Yeah,
0: that's it. I think it, it? Yeah, it's very weird. Uh, one of the other things I looked at was photosynthetic animals.
1: Is that animals that
0: photosynthesize? Yeah. Yeah. And I think I found a rival for the tardigrade.
1: Nah, you can you can get stuff, mate.
0: And it's it's called the leaf sheep, right? And it's a tiny little slug, half a centimetre to a centimetre long, right? It eats algae and then filters out the chlorophyll, the little green pigments, and puts them in loads of little leaf-shaped pockets on its back, which right. then photosynthesize and produce sugar for the slug whilst it continues eating algae and gets, you know, resources from its food. So it photosynthesizes and it eats and it looks like a Pokemon <laughs> it looks like a Pokemon <laughs> yeah hang on let, let me find fair, it fair. for you because it is it's amazing I'll, I'll put this up on the uh, Instagram and things as well but it is just the, the coolest one of the coolest looking things I've found in a long time it's just pretty wild to me but uh, yeah, you got you got anything else you you wanna you wanna speak about? How? Uh, Why well, you took you took the good
1: section on how plants use light and how what makes them green. So oh sorry, uh, you asked me. You should have just uh, taken that. Yeah. Mate.
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. You got anything else you wanna add on mm. to that? Well, I got a little tidbit
1: about the whole. Um...
0: Sorry, I generally thought you were asking because you didn't know.
1: Yeah, no, I don't know. I went to school. Um, the <laughs> when they found out about lengthening the day length of uh, plants. Do you know who did that? Do you know not Ted takes first year? NASA. Space travel.
0: Ah. They used
1: enhanced LED lighting and controlled temperatures to promote rapid growth of crops. Yep. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's pretty cool.
1: Uh, it sped up the... The cycle the breeding cycle so that they managed to get six generations of wheat grown in a one right. year. How many generations is it normally? Uh, two. Oh. So they wow. tripled it threefold. Yeah. yeah, so NASA, you're welcome on it as all always. Those people that are like, Why should we reverse in space? Because hydroponics exists now, and so does Velcro. So suck on them apples.
0: Those- and you know I'm gonna go velcro some apples together. A- so
1: suck on them really small bonsai apples. Um- <laughs> that are <laughs> velcro together like a bowler. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah.
0: bamboo bowler. Mm-hmm. Bambola? <gasps> oh. TM. <laughs> oh, damn it, you said it first. Um, so I also think that the
1: dispersal of seeds and the different types of dispersal of seeds and why they, why they, why they do it. Why do they spaff their seeds, Tom? <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is the, the plot of thing it. Uh, it depends, doesn't it, really, I think, on, on the, the species. Mm, I think they all do it for the same reason. Well, yeah, but some like to be closer I, to but, each other I, you, but... and some like to get their spawn as far <sighs> away as possible.
1: Well, so the reason they do it
0: is always the same isn't it just to pass on the genes yeah it's create to more
1: increase their chances of survival
0: yeah What's or increase the chances of the survival of the dna that they carry yeah that's the, that would increase their chances of hey, why are you why are you chatting here? well it's not their own survival like if if no, i no, give yeah, birth yeah, but- that's probably going to limit my survival yeah, for, you yeah,
1: if, if, you're, if you're giving birth yeah something can definitely <laughs> happen that your survival is <laughs> going go a bit Possibly, possibly a bit <laughs> um, yeah But that's what I mean the chance
0: of okay. their species increased fitness survival. yeah
1: yeah uh, <laughs> but there's loads of different ways they do it what name can you name me a few yeah, off the top of your head you, you say that you hate uh, plants
0: but I reckon you know some off the top of your head plants or seed dispersal mechanics seed dispersal
1: mechanics not plants I'm just not asking you what if you know like can you tell me three different plants
0: so a really interesting one, because I love the whole kind of evolutionary arms race side of things, is like trapping insects into um, carrying your oh, seeds
1: around. Oh, the
0: zombie, yeah, zombie
1: plants. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, so there's a the zombie plants as well. But also just like, why are plants giving nectar to bees? Because if a bee comes and lands on me, I can give it um, my, what are they called? I don't know, mate. I can put my seeds on it, yeah. right? And then it can fly over to a female plant and then my seeds can go in the female plant without me having to move. They, they, sound, so they, they sound like birds. pandas, to be honest. Like, yeah, pretty, pretty, lazy Plants, pretty lazy. pretty lazy things. <laughs> um, you've got wind dispersal, water dispersal. Wind has in a whole umbrella of things within it. Cloning, which is very interesting. Um, so you can just bud like grow another one out, out of you, or like you can have rhizomes, which are yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. longitudinal, just growing away from an epicenter, <laughs> but it's all one tree technically. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah fire yeah. dispersal, yeah. Oh, just the list, yeah. The fire dispersal
1: one's really interesting because that's to do with the wax melting, isn't it?
0: Yeah. That's how that works. And um, like one of the objects surely should be to get it as far away from you as possible. Otherwise you're competing with your own well, um,
1: if you, the thing that you come from gets burnt and destroyed in a fire, then there's no competition, is there?
0: Yeah. But um, like fruit, they think one of the reasons why fruit is so like tasty and sugar, obviously because it's a sugar sack, but why hang that out? Oh, because if a primate comes and eats an apple. Yeah.
1: And it's, te- it's super tasty. And then
0: poos the seeds a kilometer away. Yeah. There is no chance that I'm going to be competing with my offspring. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's been fertilized for free because it's in some poo nice yeah got the yeah the, the nutrients the goods yeah but uh, more than that I can't think of
1: uh, I was thinking what well, you suddenly said after you said it was the the parasitic plant that takes over ants
0: oh okay Cause, I know of the fungi I don't think I know of the plant
1: ah uh, is it fungi yeah I've got that I've got my other things mixed there It's um, you know what I just lump it all together well it's you know yeah, they're it's, the same
0: it's, it's thing it's yeah it's just botany oh do you know what oh you, yeah fuck them fuck the botanists <laughs> we're, we're putting fungi we're are plants <laughs> <laughs> mushrooms are plants I don't care what you say <laughs> now same now is now is
1: we've, we've uh, yeah
0: Is now please share this episode with a botanist <laughs> yeah if you want to trigger uh, just numbers. to film their reaction to that because yeah. that would be quite funny you want to make them sad. Um but yeah, explain the zombie. So plant, definitely a plant, not a, <laughs> not a fungus. We thing. we
1: call it zombie because they it's they act zombie like, but it's they're not real it's not really zombies. They're not brought back to no. life by the definition that we've spoke about in a few episodes earlier if you want to go back and listen to that. Um they are essentially the the nervous system, everything in the brain gets overtaken and used by the fungi to cause specific behaviors to occur in this. In this case, because it happens also to wasps as well as ants, and also spiders, I think as well. It, there's a there's a version that goes for them and
0: snails. Snails, yeah. Snails have a parasite. There's another animal, but uh, yeah, yeah, they have a similar thing.
1: Uh, and it makes them go and climb really high up so that their dispersal method, which I think is what, we, what, we, uh, is, what we're concentrating on, not technically seed dispersal, but the dispersal method, uh, to infect as many people as possible, uh, is the has the most chance of success because they go really, really high.
0: Yeah. It's like if I went to a really tall building in New York, and then these spores popped from my head. Yeah, it's more likely to infect more people from high up than if I was, you know, yeah, at, on ground level.
1: Yeah, which is from the game The Last of Us.
0: Oh, I just lost the game,
1: uh, child. Um,
0: <laughs> oh, I was going so well. <laughs> Still, child.
1: Uh, <laughs> is is what they're based off of? Is if there was that cross contamination between. The clickers from the fungi being able to infect, you know,
0: people. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. Yeah.
1: Well, going back to, you know, proper proper plants with seeds, you've got uh, autocory. Right? Also known as bacory, which is by gravity. Oh, yeah. Which is the simplest way. They just like. You know, like the,
0: the pandas the, of the plant world. Is it that oak tree that's got the propellers? oh the little helicopter. Yeah, things. the helicopters. Uh, I think that is an oak tree. Yeah. yeah.
1: So got the oak tree there. That does that. Probably the most known one. Um, you know what I think is interesting? Conkers. Do you reckon like they've technically evolved so well that uh, they're like yeah, humans will pick us up and kick
0: us and put us places. <laughs> Humans will pick us up <laughs> and smash us together. Yeah, but the ones that don't do that will be will survive the best. Yeah, that's why they have to be like the, big, the biggest what, and the strongest. I don't know what the evolutionary reason for a conquer is because they're spiky, right? So They're not eaten
1: on the outside. They're spiky on the inside. They're delicious and tasty.
0: Yeah, but what? Why is it advantageous to be spiky? Like you fall off the tree, you land right next to the parent tree. And you're so spiky that no animal picks you oh, up. Oh,
1: is it to hook into?
0: Is are they not are they spikes oh. or are they
1: hooks so they they cling onto um... cattle and things moving yeah, by? Yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah. That makes sense. Is probably the, a better way of calling it. Is because it? there's, there's other plants that are barbed that yes, purpose. It, they have a very vicious, a similar like, function. Like, Somethings, I think they're all they're called, and they like hooking themselves in. But moving on by force. cocktails Foxtails. Um and I got hit in the face by this when Grace and I went to Greece. We were walking okay. above a cliff looking over a beautiful bay, and I, you know, with my very sensitive hearing, was like, what is that popping noise? Uh and then I went and found this bush. I'm not sure if it's a gauze bush. But it was like this really, really dried out bush, and because of the heat of the summer, they were the seeds were popping, and I leant in to be like, oh, that's super interesting. And then one hit my glasses and got me
0: nearly got <laughs> me in the eye. And if I wasn't wearing my glasses, it would have got me in the eye. And I was like, oh, nice. Yeah. That's quite funny. Is that one of those plants that like builds up water tension in like a sack and then it pops and just shoots seeds out?
1: <laughs> no, it wasn't like that oh, because it was okay. dry. But I know what you're talking about. It's like a kiwi fruit yeah something like if that and, like, left, just it like spunks literally, literally like, yeah.
0: <laughs> seeds around yeah
1: and that's how it but it,
0: to a good couple of meters yeah and it's the great way
1: of doing it to be honest because it propels itself while whilst also dispersing
0: peak efficiency
1: yeah. peak efficiency uh one that we already talked about is zoo curry so okay obviously yeah. the trees they can't move by themselves um but some are very good at procuring the help of and service of animals they can so fruit bearing trees uh like offer birds a tasty reward for carrying their seeds as you just said with the monkeys as well uh encased in the nutritional brightly colored pulp some may be plucked upon trees and then dropped and went right to a new location other may be eaten then the indigestible coating protects the seeds as it actually goes through the digestive system that's why it's not like eaten up uh, and then once the seed exits, it's then really, really far from the, the parent tree. And it's why the sweet said, corn is still there on the other end? Yeah. And then it's also got the <laughs> fertilizer in it too. Yeah. So it's a really effective method. Oaks go a step further. They take advantage of the storing behavior of jays and squirrels to get their seed both transported and readily planted.
0: These animals put them yeah. aside
1: for winter and then forget
0: about them. <laughs> um, Which is really funny. Yeah. But- It's because, like, uh, crows, jays, and some squirrels, they know that other animals watch them and just kind of prepare for them to leave and then go and raid their food. So they just have many, yeah, yeah, yeah. many little food spots. Yeah,
1: so yeah. Uh, I just realized we're over the hour. So, speed, oh, we are well over the hour. Yeah, um, you've then got wind known as uh, anemocory. Um so that's such as like, the hazel release pollen into the air from cat skins and trust the tiny greens to encounter female flowers in their path somehow. Um this way there's no need to invest precious energy reserves producing nectar to attempt pollinating insects. There is the downside that this is a risky
0: strategy and leaves a lot
1: to chance. Uh the solution. Yeah, I was this,
0: about to say it, it is chance, but it's also not because you're just producing so Yeah, that, that, that is that is
1: what it is. That's why you've got the issue with the hay fever it's because these trees are like absolutely
0: spaffing in the wind Um, like if you're upset that pollen is getting you a bit like stuff just think about what pollen actually is it's just tree spunk yeah Uh, it's the birch tree blocking up you know you are allergic to tree spunk yeah (laughs) Yeah. what a way to end the show Jesus so the
1: the wings. please don't let that be the end that's not I've got got more Uh, (laughs) (laughs) the, the lightweight winged seeds are called samaras and they're from birch trees which can float and glide on air currents so yeah yeah the willow tree as everyone knows what if, if what willows looks like for those that know what how beautiful willow trees are they produce a very they release a very fluffy seed which is essentially a parachute and on the breeze it can go quite far
0: yeah um some light trees only Grow near like rivers and stuff, yes. So, so yeah, when like, they drop their seeds, mm-hmm. they'll just float along as well.
1: And then, yeah, that's that's essentially what it is. That's known as uh hydro curry. So oh. willows that are off overhang waterways, uh, which you know lets them float on stream. Uh, the challenges of this is that the seeds must stay afloat if they're to get anywhere, so they must be protected to prevent their food supply from rotting whilst they're floating. Yeah, so and the what's
0: interesting is we've mixed. Like we, we've covered like some seeds dispersed to find a mate whereas some of them are already like ready to turn into a full tree. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They've already been fertilized, let's say. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. the plant equivalent of...
1: Just like the, the alder seed which contains a pocket of air and two corked appendages to keep them buoyant. Ah. There, and studies have been Found that they're capable of floating in water for a whole year without being damaged.
0: Pretty mad, isn't it? Yeah.
1: So and going back to the world issue of it, like floating, that they're light enough to float by themselves.
0: So well, it makes sense. Yeah, it'd be pretty bloody awful seed if not. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna invest in water dispersion methods, and then just like oh yeah, forgot to make them float. Fuck! Damn! <laughs> Damn! Trad. That's how you lose the evolutionary game. Yep, picking the wrong skill trees, non-synergistic <laughs> skill trees. Yeah,
1: like uh what's, what's that game? Para the one that you pathogen, where you play as a which one? Oh, pandemic! Oh, pandemic! Where you have to you have Is to it? unupgrade yourself to stay
0: hidden. Yeah. I not is that what it's called no plaguing. yeah plaguing, not Pathogen that's it but uh, there's the board game Pandemic Pandemia yes. which is similar and also very good anyway Hour 15 this has been a, I think our longest show of this series um, who knew plants yeah. were much more interesting than we I gave credit for yep Gonna change cool the, anything the, else yeah oh. yeah You want to to add on before we round it up? No, 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 I'm good. I am good. All right, that will bring us to a wrap then. Don't forget to share this with your friends, families, co-workers, scientists, pandas who won't move, plants who want to listen, botanists who will get annoyed with the whole fungi debacle. Every listen counts. Every If you want more fun, science, information, we are Twitter, TikTok at info entropy pod instagram information entropy pod spotify itunes wherever you're listening to this right now if you can give us a rating a like a follow a comment it all helps absolutely massively so yeah we've been the information entropy podcast hopefully we've helped decrease the entropy of information in your lives we'll catch you guys the next week Ciao ciao